what's going on world we are back again the number one sports podcast in the world we do this sports talk podcast i'm your host p first i want to give a shout out to k's wings for hosting us live last week we appreciate that guys wonderful venue i'm here with the whole crew travis what's going on bro man chilling man get ready for this playoff game yeah rob what's up man what's up man d What's going on, brother? I'm always good, man. How what about it you? do? I'm good, baby. I'm okay. good. Let's do it. Though. Right. Anybody got something they want to get off their chest before we get into the topics? Yes, I do. Oh, wow. Sugar K returned to San Antonio and got the business. He had 21 <laughs> points. Quiet points. So you liked it? I loved it. I loved it. We booed him every time he touched the ball. We <laughs> even got on his mom's. We got on everybody. Uncle Dennis. We called him a traitor. But DeRozan. He became a legend in San Antonio. First triple double, he killed him. Uh, Ralph killed him. Did you, I mean? Did you watch the game? Did yeah, you? I, did. I saw. You saw it. Yeah, yeah. He killed him. He became a legend. A legend. Wow. He's a, a, San Antonio, he's, a legend. He said San Antonio legend. And speaking of runs, spanked Boston the other night. Yeah, Scratch Kyrie all up in. What was it? What What, what is that? Is uh, yeah, cornea, 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 cornea or it wasn't, you know, it is what it he is. He had to wear man. glasses on. What, what's your coach name? Stevens? Stevens. Yeah, they, we just kept him out, man. He ain't come back. We kept him out. He couldn't man. see nothing. Couldn't see nothing. He's still out. He's going to be out for a little while. But since he's been out, man, we've been decent. We came back, beat Tim Wolves the other night, and uh, we beat the Mavericks, too. Spank Luca. Yeah, they Your boy. The two, the two teams so, y'all played ain't nobody. The two teams y'all played ain't nobody. This what's up. They ain't nobody. This okay. But the, Love that win, absolutely love that win. Yeah, I can see. I, yeah. can see. I know you did, D. I can. Yeah, it, it looks it looks to me like old Spurs basketball is back. Okay, team defense, ball movement, everybody seems to be on the same page, and that's what I loved about that game uh, the other night, man. We 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 look like a well oiled machine. Man, we we back December. we we y'all are back December, in contention, man, y'all. For the, for the month of December, con- uh, y'all beating a few people. Contention. You yes, the seventies. You oh. beat the seventy sixes. Wait, time out. Yes, you Boston. beat seventy sixes. You beat Boston. You beat Toronto. Yes, you this beat man. the Clippers, who are ahead of y'all. Beat Denver too. But y'all beat them twice. Y'all split with Denver. Mm-hmm. And who else did y'all beat? You got a whistle. Time out. Did you say y'all are back in contention? Is it the contention for what? Contending for what? What are you contending for? What? What do you mean? You we're, said we're contend. We're contending to possibly get to the Western Conference Finals. Okay, y'all beat the okay. Jazz. Split with the Lakers. I mean, we we have a legit chance at that. I in, in my personal opinion, okay. the way we're playing team basketball and the way these young players are stepping up. Hell yeah, we got a shot. Okay. The Lakers got a shot. Why y'all ain't got a shot? The Lakers. We, then y'all just spanked them, other I ain't. The Lakers are done. Without LeBron, the Lakers they're done. Are, they're done. They were the one and four in the last. Five yeah, games. last five games. Without LeBron, yeah. they're done. Yeah, they are. They just lost to who? The Knicks last night. Who? Yes. Lakers. Yeah. 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 Without LeBron, they're done. Yeah. Y'all heard the uh, news coming out of Philadelphia. Touch on that. Man, when do we not hear news coming out of Philadelphia? No, no news coming out of Philadelphia is good news. I told you, peace. No circus. news is good news. To my Nick Foles ribs. <laughs> The circus. Jimmy Butler, the young player killer. Yeah. Uh, young player killer. You heard man. what Jimmy said? What did he say? No, it was, uh, they had a. I heard they got into a verbal altercation. Yeah, with, with, the, coach, with the coach. I don't know exactly what was said. No, well, they didn't, they didn't release what was saying, but what it was said, but. <laughs> What's the deal? Come ah! on, come on with it, man. What's the deal, dog? What he said? What, what? No, it, they just said, like, the way he came at him was kind of. 
uh, Brown. Yeah, it was kind of he's kind of disrespectful. Um, you say he's frustrated with his role in the offense. So what the hell? Hold on. I thought Embiid was frustrated with his role. Now Jimmy frustrated with his yep. role. They're coming for Brent Brown's job. Yeah. Brent, Brent won't be coaching that next year. How the year. hell you got two players frustrated with their role? Two key players. Two key, yeah. Brent is not the coach for the Sixers. You don't think so? No. So I mean, what? because he lost that playoff series for us last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Hold on. Coaches coach, players play. Yeah, but play, so. coaches coaches don't not call a timeout. When you're up 30 in the playoffs and Boston's coming on a run, that would have been one game, man. It, it doesn't listen. The play calling at the <laughs> end of the games was terrible. Is something going on with Jimmy? Because he lashed out in Minnesota, Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. Now mm-hmm. he lashed out. He has a problem with authority. What did he nut up in Portland during a film session or yeah. something? Wasn't that he, he nutted not, up? He said that on a very Jimmy disrespectful. Very disrespectful. That. JJ Reagan has a podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I gotta check Doesn't like out. the system. JJ. Doesn't like how he's being used. But guess what? Who else said the same thing earlier this week? Well, earlier this month, I should. Well, not January, but December. And B. Joel and B said it. Yeah. Say he don't like it. They moving him out to three point line to open up the floor for Jimmy and Ben to drive the lane, right? So what the hell is it for Jimmy not to like? If that's what they the only don't contend if that's what touches. they do, if they I'll guarantee it's, it's shots and touches. Well, he's not the, the man. I think it's I think he's one of these Boy, alpha dogs who has to be the man. When he's not the man in Philadelphia, um, and B's the man. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but you don't. But see, here's the, here's the kicker with that. He had a beef with Carl Anthony Towns. Yep, has a beef with Embiid. Wiggins too. Wiggins had a beef with Wiggins. Has probably gonna have beef with Ben Simmons. He has beef with everybody. He's a, he's a finger pointer. Mm-hmm. And that's what you don't want on your team is a finger pointer, Pete. You, you don't want somebody questioning your coach. Let me ask you a question. Joel Embiid has had issues, right? Have you heard anything about Joel Embiid attacking the coach during film sessions, being disrespectful? No, but you, you know what the issue you know what the issue in Philadelphia and with Jimmy, with that, even though Embiid is a better player, he's not overly established as a as a player in the NBA. I get that. You know what I'm saying? If, yeah. this, if this if this was a LeBron or a KD or somebody like that, then Jimmy, you know, he's he's not going to do that. Um, and I think that's the issue in Philadelphia. The, the veterans in the locker room aren't really that good, you know, and they're kind of they're kind of looking to Jimmy like you're going to be the one to help push us to the top. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. he kind of has that kind of authoritative fi- feel yeah. on that team. Um, too much going on. Uh, Brett Brown isn't it's a headstrong coach. He's not a headstrong coach. Uh, our organization isn't strong up top from the front office and the coaching because they let Joel and B run amok and do, do whatever he wants to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not going to work. Uh, the coach needs to be changed. So, y'all, what you're saying is uh, this ain't the year for y'all. No, this is uh, this ain't the year for right, us to so, win. Not no, no championship. All right, well, now that we got that out the way, I don't want to hear about it later. No, nah, we ain't gonna be Golden State. We can't be Golden State. No, I'm talking about making a run in the East. I ain't talking about winning Golden State, oh, no. man. You got to get to the finals to play. Yeah, that's, no, You're no, not no, getting no, there. No, no, yeah, no. Listen, we can, no, we, no, we can make a run in the East, but we're not gonna win a championship. No, yeah, we still yeah. have enough to make a run in the East. No, you don't. Yes, we do. That's what I was talking about making a run in the East. Yeah, no, we do that. I, I done damn well win the championship. A run, <laughs> a run right into Toronto, Milwaukee, and Boston. We gonna smack. We gonna smack all of you. Stop. All right, you're lying. 
anybody else got anything to say? Travis? I just I just would like to say that I'm pretty sure Markel Fultz is thanking his lucky stars that it's for once it's not him. He's not the one being talked about and dissed. Uh, All right. All right. Well, first topic, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Money. Do we want to see Mayweather in a real fight? Do you want to see Mayweather even fight again, D? Do you want to see his gloves back on Mayweather's hands? And, and and I don't mean a cleaning gloves. I mean boxing gloves. No, no. I'm, I'm, I've been done with Floyd. Okay. I, I've been done with him. <laughs> I mean, his last good fight was what? Uh, Marcus Mayadonna. We're talking 2014, 2015. After that, I mean, I really haven't been entertained by any Floyd Mayweather fights at all. At all. I mean, to make $9 million faster than I can get a Big Mac from McDonald's, that's amazing to me. Like, I would never look at two minutes the same again. What you can do in two minutes, it could change your whole life, Ralph. I mean, Travis and B, it could change your whole life in two minutes. $9 million? That's crazy. It could change several lives. That is crazy. <laughs> Set you up. Put the whole hood on, oh, yeah. man. You could, you could pay off four families' debt. I'd be like four families. Like, right. Bring me your bills, pay them all. But, you know, I will say this, man, and and just, you know, kudos to Floyd for being a great businessman. They talk about the man can't read, but he can add, okay? He can count and that he money. he knows that him plus anyone else equals money. Mm-hmm. So he's going to make money. The only thing that I would say about Floyd with this whole thing with this guy, whatever his name, I can't even pronounce his name, um, but he's you know some kickboxer sensation from over there, is it made some bucks and it was entertainment because they tuned in. Oh, <laughs> they tuned in. Bless you, Dick. <laughs> they tuned yeah, in to watch man. the fight. Everybody else looked at the clip. The highlight of him knocking this guy out, I mean, it went viral. But the bottom line is, and, and to quote Brendan Shaw, I've seen better acting in pornos. Really? Like, this was an acting job. Like, honest to God, this was an acting job. I, um, You know, did you see how the guy got knocked down? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it looked phony. It like just Shaq didn't even look right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you remember when, when Floyd Mayweather hit the big show? I mean, that looked more believable. I, be, I, I hear you. you. Know what I'm saying? I hear you. So, I hear you. It, it, to me, it just seemed like Floyd come out there. He put on a little show for the Japanese people. He beat this guy. Three rounds. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? If it's an exhibition, <laughs> you know, come on, man. Did you see how he's like, yeah, he like hanging on the ropes? Yeah. That was, I mean, come on, man. Like, damn. You know, so to me personally, I would like to see him and Pacquiao go one more time. Only reason why I say I'm, I'm not seeing the Pacquiao go, <laughs> I, I don't want to see that at all. Is because the first fight, which is which is legitimate. <laughs> Everybody says it wasn't legitimate, but it was legitimate. Pacquiao did have an injured shoulder. Floyd made a big thing out of it. But as a boxer, if you tell your rotator cup during a fight, you don't want to quit. Kudos to Pacquiao for toughing it out, fighting through, even though he lost. So fighting a man one arm, where you most people can't beat him with two arms. Nope, and going the distance. Mayweather played was a very defensive fighter in that fight. He kind of ran from Pacquiao most of the night. Pacquiao was the aggressor. He didn't walk Pacquiao down and beat him down. If he had walked Pacquiao down, beat him down, and knocked him out, Bro. I wouldn't want to see it. But I would like to see that because I know that's the only fight that Floyd's going to take. He's not going to fight any of these young bulls. He's not going to go fight a Errol Spence Jr. He's not going to fight a Terrence Buckcraft. He's not fighting none of the top four, top five. Let's say top ten welterweights. He's not going to go fight any of those guys. Right. So the only fight that I can see Floyd taking other than Manny Pacquiao Will be somebody like a Mikey Garcia. I wouldn't even see him fighting a, a Vasily Lomachenko. 
He needs. To I go. don't think he, he would take that to go risk. home. It's over. No he, more grudge match. I don't want like, Robert don't De Niro like, versus Stallone. Well, I, would say, I mean, he can do what he want to do. I just, I won't pay to see it. I'm, I'm not watching. Yeah. I, 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 got, I, got a, I got a question. Do you think that he's addicted to? And I heard somebody say this that um, money boxer, no boxers yeah, and entertainers. They're addicted to that life. <laughs> he is. He has to have you know that that fame. Walking out of that tunnel, yeah. everybody tuned in. Do you think he's? I mean, because look yeah. at look at Roy Jones. I mean, good God, he should have been stopped fighting fifteen years before. He but stopped. you know the the thing with Roy is Roy likes to fight. Mayweather likes the limelight and the, the money. money. There's a difference because see, soon as Floyd is out of the limelight and you don't hear nothing about Floyd, then here comes Floyd making a comment about somebody. Let's you know it's always something. Let's heat up the fifty cent Floyd beef. Let's heat up the Manny Pacquiao beef. Let's say something, and he always can throw something out there, mm-hmm. and it's clickbait. So he'll always stay relevant. But when it comes to fighting, being in the square in in, in the ring, mm-hmm. who is someone that you can realistically, other than Manny Pacquiao, and let's say a Mikey Garcia, because he's not gonna fight nobody that's his size or bigger. The Canelo thing is gone. He'll never fight Canelo again. No, he he Canelo got the one up on Canelo. He's not going to fight him again. No. I know Canelo says, yeah, I want the rematch. Canelo, man, you, you're fighting that super middleweight. Floyd's not going to fight you. We even when Floyd fought him at 154, <coughs> Floyd didn't even weigh in at 154 pounds. And that's why Floyd needs to go take his ass home. He, if he ain't going to give me no big time fight, go sit your, ass, your I, old ass down. I would say this. Whoever you know he saying? fights, if he fights Mikey Garcia tomorrow, Let's just say, let's just say, instead of Errol Spence, it's Floyd Mayweather fighting Mikey Garcia, a fighter who has Mexican fans, a fighter who is a three division champion. Mm-hmm. He's undefeated, and he was to fight Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. That would be box office gold. I want some new blood. But, I want your boy. I want your boy Terrence Crawford. I want some new blood. I like the new blood. Yes, but I will say that I, I'm man. If Floyd was to give me an interesting fight, where I'm looking at a guy that. Floyd's 40. He's getting slow. Getting. I mean, he's past 40. He ain't like 40. Is he 42? 40. 40. He, he's, he's, he's old. Bro- he's slow. He's at least Let me 40. Next question. Did you, did you ever watch, Will you remember when Bernard Hopkins and Roy Jones finally fought for the first time? Did you ever watch yes. it? You did watch that. Yes. And both of those guys were? Old. Old. But you watched it, right? Yes. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Give me a fight that I haven't seen yet. But see, I like B-Hop. I do like B-Hop. But see, B-Hop was a, what you're talking about. He loves mm-hmm. to box. He loves to fight. I gotta tell you, Floyd ain't about no entertainment. Floyd is about his is about his legacy and his money. I'm done with him. I'm done with giving him money. I, it's over. Yeah, I don't want to see Floyd anymore. Money may well It's All over. Right. All right, well, we're gonna move on to the next topic. We got LeBron. LBJ PG. said he's the goat after coming back and beating Golden State, seventy three and nine team, the greatest team of all time. He said that. Comeback made him the goat. That's a lot to unpack. Ron, I'm gonna toss it to you. Um, no. First, well, first, before I get into my point, this uh, that's one of the reasons Kyrie left. He said he uh beat the seventy-three and nine Warriors, not realizing he had Kyrie right there to help him do it. True, true. Okay. So you can't say you the goat when you had somebody that was averaging twenty-seven right there with you mm. to help you uh. Achieve that. True, true. Okay, so, and hit the game winner and sealed it. Right, right. Hit okay. the game winner. So without that jump shot, that you know, Golden State, you probably you want to beat Golden State. Mm-hmm. So that gets more. His block gets more talk than Kyrie's Kyrie's jumpers. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I so, agree with that. Yeah. So that's that's 
that you can't say you the goat, and I don't think you're gonna top six for six uh, in the finals. Yeah, oh, no, six for six with MJ. Yeah, yeah MJ already, six already six. lost. Yeah. Five. Yeah. yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. What you think, Dave? <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. I'm a little under the weather here. Got a little cough. But stat wise, stat wise, yes, LeBron will go down as the goat. There's no question. On the court, as a basketball player, it's still MJ for me. No question about that either. Yeah, stat-wise. I really feel feel like LeBron is going to pass Kareem as the all-time scorer. And when he does that, he definitely will be the GOAT. And when he plays with his son, like I've said on this podcast before, for one season, he definitely goes down as the GOAT for me. No question about that. So he, he passes Michael. Yeah, he'll pass Michael if he plays. If he plays when his son and he passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer, mm-hmm. he will go down as the goat. There's yeah. no question about that because all people are going to say is, "Who did MJ play against in the finals?" That's going to be the number one question when they look back and say, "With LeBron and MJ comparison as far as the teams that they went up against." That's okay. the one knock on Michael Jordan. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Okay. But the, the thing, what, real quick, the thing I like about LeBron right now, he he, he seems so comfortable in his own skin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like a walking... Um, Doing what he want to do. He's like a walking podcast. You know what I mean? You put a, you put a camera in front of his face and a, and, and, and some lights, and he's, he's just going to get it all off his chest. And that's the one thing that I'm liking about this new LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Because it's not easy coming up from, what, 17, 18, yeah. and having cameras in your face the entire time. And when he first came into the league, you had guys like Kobe, Shaq, um, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. And I felt like he was, you know, I'm going to take a little back seat for now. But when the league is mine, I'm going to let y'all know who I really am. And this is what LeBron James is doing. He's letting everybody know who he really is. He's confident and, you know, he's comfortable. I, I like this LeBron. I really do. I mean. What you think, Travis? Man, hell no. Let me ask you a question. It's just, it's, it's, I D went into a deeper realm with this. I, numbers, he will pass Kareem. We already did that part on the show. He will pass Kareem. That's great. That's not, that's not certain yet. He he just had an injury, so it, it, that's not certain yet. Barring injury, he will pass him. Okay. But, okay. Let's, let's just be honest. Let's look at, break down what the man said. He beat who? The 73 and 9 Warriors. So that, because he beat them, in his mind, that's what he said. In his mind, because he beat them, that made him the greatest. So let me ask you a question: Are the 2008 New York Giants the greatest? No, what? No, no, no. No, no question. They're not the greatest, right? Yeah. Okay. The Giants that year beat who? The Patriots. And the Patriots were what? They were 16 and 0 during the regular 16 season. 16 undefeated. undefeated. Yeah. Got you. Okay. So. If that don't make them the greatest team, damn who you beat. You might have beat one of the greatest teams, one of the greatest regular season teams of all time. Yes, you did that. But that does not make you the greatest. Wait, whoa, whoa, I still whoa, go back whoa, to whoa. what LeBron did by him. That's now that's that's apples to oranges. No, 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 no. He said what was his statement? Break it down word for word. That I, that he I'm said the greatest of all time. He is the greatest of all time because, not because I'm going to beat Kareem and whatever, because what what solidified him as the greatest of all time? He beat the 73 and 9 Warriors. That's what he said. We ain't going off of what we perceive. We go off yeah. what the man said. Yeah. That's what he said, right? Right, right? So here I got 
The Giants, who beat a undefeated team, that if, if we're going off of you beating great teams or how great your record was, well, damn, the 1972 Miami Dolphins are the greatest fucking but that, football team. But that New England team didn't break any records, Travis. They were undefeated. They, they didn't go team. undefeated for question. the entire season. Let me ask question. What was the final game that they lost? The Super Bowl. Okay, that's the most important game, right? So, here here again is what I'm saying. But the, if he was, if, if we're going off of the greatest team, because they, what is he saying? They had the best record. They the broke any record, record yes. in the Forest wins. What other team that we know of other than the Miami Dolphins? How many times has that been done? Does that happen all the time that a team goes undefeated during the regular season? How many times no, has that happened? No, it, it, okay, that's right. what I'm saying. You're right. So, so again, so going to that point by itself, that's no. I'm, that's a no for me. But what I what I look for is. How many games, how many games, well, not games, I should say, but how many championships have you won? And how many championships have you won convincingly? Okay. Michael Jordan never went to a game seven. Michael Jordan, six and oh. Six finals MVPs. Got you. LeBron James is three and six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three and six. Mm-hmm. All right. The biggest players play their best in the biggest game. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, when the finals was on the line, what did he do? He took care of business. Don't give a damn who he played. He took care of business. No question. No, okay. no question. So, 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 in my mind, and I, and I, and I would but go who this, played the I, better I competition? Like, I would like to say this. Let me. Can, can you answer that? Can you answer that question listen, first? I, I can't. I can't based <laughs> off of based off of year era. I don't know. We can talk about these teams because again, we're a generation that lives in the now. We don't know how good those teams were. Then, you feel what I'm saying? At that moment, those teams were good enough to make it to the finals. They beat some really good okay, teams. Okay, so real quick, who does Seattle have? They had Gary Payton, Sean Kemp. Okay, and that is all. They didn't have Detlef Shrimp. Yeah. I mean, they had a three-headed three monster. Detlef Shrimp. We're going to go there Shrimp. right is now. Is Detlef Shrimp yeah. in the Hall of Fame? I don't, I don't think. Shrimp I don't, in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. You might want to look that up before but, you but claim this is, that. But this, is, but this is what I, I will say this that. about who, Michael who Jordan. Who in Seattle? That's it. Who, Wingate. who was who was in the Hall of Fame? Who was Hersey Hawkins? Sam Perkins. Yeah, he was. So let me. So, so this is what I, I, this is where I get. I go with this, and it was a quote, and I'm trying to get it up from from Jordan, which since it's taking a second to get up because D got slow ass Wi Fi. Hold on. Uh, I will say this: the quote that he basically made to paraphrase was that he was Jordan asked Jordan, and this was an old interview. They asked Jordan, he said about being the greatest of all time, and Jordan said. And I quote, if you care about being the greatest basketball player ever, does that matter? Well, excuse me, that was the question. If you care about being called the greatest basketball player ever, does that matter? Do you want that? Jordan said, I don't want it in a sense because I think it disrespects Wilt Chamberlain, Jerry West, etc. You know all the guys that prior to me, I never had a chance to play against. What everybody is saying I am, I never had a chance to compete against other legends that was that were prior to me. Right. When I hear it, I cringe a little bit because it's a little bit embarrassing because no one knows. I never had the chance to once again play those guys. I would love to have played against them, but I never did. And for you to say that I'm better than him, I mean, it's your opinion. It's their opinion. I accept that as their opinion. If you ask me, I would never say that I'm the greatest player. That's because I never played against all the people that represented the league prior to Michael Jordan. All right, this, this, That's this, where I stand on. This is a point that I want to make. When you say, when people compare the errors, 
I understand what you're saying as far as guys being better in this era. <laughs> but Michael Jordan was a stronger, more athletic Kobe Bryant, basically. I mean, Kobe's handles were a little better. He shot a little bit better. And, and Michael played better defense, was a better defender. I understand. That's the best player in the league today. That's the best player in the league today. Nobody's touching that. Uh, okay. Right. So, to me, that doesn't matter. What LeBron James does a good job of is controlling the narrative. Like Travis said, he said, I'm the greatest of all time once I beat a 73-9 and team. That's the greatest team of all time. I'm not going to give him that title based Th- off of That's not the, 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 war- the mm-hmm. Warriors. The next year is way better than that team. Right. With Kevin Durant. Way better. Correct. He's controlling the narrative. He's putting that out there so it can be a discussion. So people who have that in their mind that, hey, he might be the greatest of all time, that's a strong argument because 73-9, and nine, that's a statistic. That's what LeBron is. He's a, he's a statistical beast. Mm-hmm. He's going to have all the stats. He's going to, like you said, he's going to be number one in scoring, maybe top 10 in assists, top 15 in rebounding. All right. But there's a game beneath the game when you watch him play and you watch MJ play. Right. When the palms get sweaty, what do you do? Right. And you can't be the greatest of all time if I have another guy who doesn't have any semblance of a weakness in his game. And you do. Let me ask you. So so you kind of from what you from how you sound. Right. You sound like you're you're agreeing with Danny Ainge. When he said he's taking the Donald Trump approach and trying to sell himself, that's 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 kind of what you just said right there. I I, I didn't want to say the Donald Trump because it's it's just he's so extreme mm-hmm. with it. But mm-hmm. you're saying he's selling this. But but like <laughs> that's what he's saying. But but LeBron tries to control the narrative mm-hmm. on a lot of things that he that he, that he does. Yeah, we've we've talked about his shows on here before. Right. So he, he that that's his that's his um. That's his way of putting his his name in the discussion. Like when people say he went to what eight nine straight NBA finals, right, or right. whatever the number is. Right. Yeah, but every team that you were on when you started going to the finals, you had three of the top eight players in that conference. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, you're going. So you're going to go to the finals as soon as D Wade and, and Chris Bosh started to drop off a little bit. He went to Cleveland with Kyrie and brought Kevin Love, who was probably averaging with like twenty eight and fifteen mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, you're going to mm-hmm. go to the finals. That's controlling the narrative. Okay. So no, LeBron, he's he's not the goat. I'm sorry, bro. I like you. But like I said again, if you just you know, if you're going be, off stats, he is. But if you're going off of this 73 and nine Warriors team, no, I give you that. Like you said, you had another guy, Kyrie. His tw- without his twenty average is twenty seven. I think the next closest player was Jr. at like eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm. You would have easily lost that. Right. L- let me let me let me shoot one to Travis real quick, real quick, Pete. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, you're a Celtics fan. We all know this on this podcast. Right. Um, what's, up, what's up with your fans giving Dirk Nowinski a standing ovation last night when he enters the game? I mean, c- can y'all act like y'all love some black players at least once in your life? I was just you about to say, you know why they stood up I mean, Dirk. you guys absolutely players. love these white players, listen, man. Listen. We, we we love black players. No, you don't. But listen, when Kobe, <laughs> no, you Kobe don't. came to Boston, Kobe got the golden treatment when he came to Boston. When Isaiah Thomas came back to Boston, it was on Paul Pierce night. He got the snub, but then the next time they did do something for him. So I don't want to hear that crap that we don't do anything for black players. 
Only thing I can say is Dirk's on his farewell tour. Farewell. And, and no one else is giving him a standing but, ovation. But Dirk, except everybody for knows, you guys, listen, Boston. Everybody knows that uh, is Dirk is Dirk of his era, not a top ten, top fifteen player of his era. Yes. Okay. Not of so all Dirk, time. I'm, I said of his era. Right, but I didn't so see Dirk, Tim Duncan get that love when he when he when he when he popped up I, in listen, the garden. I don't. I don't. Where's that love? Remember, after I don't Tim even Duncan. remember Tim Duncan even coming through the garden on his last time. It totally missed me. But all I can say is. Everybody knows that it's dirt. And when did we start doing these farewell tours anyway? Kobe. Kobe. So, like, let's not try to pretend like every player that retired is going to be a farewell nobody tour. Nobody showed Dirk that kind of love. Did you see his ass with the boss? Let me ask a question. They love the white do players remember, up there, Do you man. remember what, what Draymond told to Paul Pierce? You ain't Kobe. You ain't Kobe. <laughs> trying to get that Kobe love. You ain't that Kobe. Love you. you like that. That's real. And Dirk so, ain't Kobe neither. Look, he's not, and he did that kind of love Dirk in Boston. Kobe. But let me ask you a question. Love white player. Let me ask you a question though. Dirk, Dirk, stop. Dirk, Dirk did what he had to do. Who did Dirk beat again in the finals? Oh, Who were we just talking about? Man. Who did Dirk beat in the finals? What did Dirk do last night? No, no, no. Dirk's damn near 50. <laughs> who did, who did Dirk beat in the finals again? Le- LeBron. LeBron James. With J.J. Barea guarding him. Mm. Dirk lit him up. Mm. So let's say let's keep it real now. Hey, Don't be I'm showing Dirk. love to LeBron. Shout out to LeBron. Shout out to Maverick Carter. Yeah, I, lo- I, like what they talking yeah. about. I, I love y'all, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm showing love, love to LeBron. I, I do. Everybody's Everybody showing love. I, yeah. I, I just, I did, that argument makes you jump on LeBron. And it's like you really don't want to jump on him. Cause you know he I does so. He's such jump. a great player. He yeah, does so good. I don't like LeBron James. It's just you can't jump on you. Competitive, gotta, competitive energy. I, I didn't disagree. like him because he was not on my team. He was a big competitor. I, I for view LeBron differently as the years you just go. Just gotta by. disagree. You can't jump on LeBron. Right. Well, like I'm, I'm gonna throw this one at you, Rob. This is a new segment that we're doing uh, in this show, guys. And it's hot sneakers. Okay. And I'm tossing it to you, Rob. I wanted to surprise you with this. Because I wanted to see right off the top of your dome what you got for me. Give me your top five releases of this year. What, 2018? 2018. Yeah. Top five. Oh, let me think. Because I got to go all the way back to January. Um, okay, the Concours was one. Okay. Uh, then you had the off-white ones. Uh, well, I actually had two pair of off-white ones. You had the, the Tar Heel colors, and then you had the uh, Chicago Bull colorway. Um uh, I don't know. That's a whole. That's I gotta sit down and that's a whole twelve months. Of, so what about the what? What is the the home game home team? Did you like those? Uh, uh yeah. right. top five. That's 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 a whole year. You gotta break a whole year down into five. Gotta break it. What yeah. about LeBron's? What, what do you think about I, his sne- his sneaker way this year? I don't really like LeBron's personally. Really? I, I, yeah, I can't really style him like that. To me, LeBron's on my feet. But LeBron's on my foot actually is like for like playing ball. You can't really, I can't really style him. Damn, playing ball in LeBron's. Yeah. Go ahead, Ralph. No, no, I don't. Shit. I don't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm he he took that out of context. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't play ball in LeBron's. But I'm saying if I wore them, that's what I would be doing. That's what I'm saying. That's a, that's. I, I wouldn't even think about that because I can't style in them. Like <laughs> I wouldn't even think about putting <laughs> no LeBron's on them. But, but see, you know, you know what, you know but what he's saying. You know what happened with sneakers? It's like with these newer. Newer players, they started getting into the scientific makeup yeah, of the sneakers yeah. to make it aerodynamic and light and all this yeah. stuff to play basketball. And it's like, well, that doesn't really look good on my foot when I yeah want to go out. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So I yeah. think I think that's a oh Yeezy. That's too. what he's talking about. Yeezys. I like Yeezys. You like the uh, Adidas Yeezys? Yeah, I like oh. Yeezys too. I didn't mm. expect you to say that. Yeah, I got a couple. The seven hundreds just came out. 
they look com- they do yeah, look comfortable. Three fifty, yeah, I got a couple. Drake said he don't want to see them all. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Drake. All right, well, we're gonna go to uh, college football. Huge game, Alabama, Alabama versus Clemson. D, I'm gonna kick it to you. What we got? Who do you think? I got Alabama, man. Okay. You know, I watched um, Trevor Lawrence last year in the Georgia State Championship game against Thompson. He's a tall kid, you know, a very accurate quarterback, no question about that. But he's never seen Nick Saban. And being a true freshman, going going up against a, a defensive mind like Nick Saban, who's coached under Bill Belichick in the NFL, who was a head coach in the NFL, I think he's going to throw all kind of defensive schemes at Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. that are going to give him big-time problems in this game come Monday night. And, you know, I know Clemson has a great run defense, but they're going to be without um, one of the big-time nose tackles. Uh, Lawrence. Yeah, top defensive player, one of the top defensive players in the draft. And I, I think Bama with Najee Harris, Damian Harris, and, and that, who's that? I don't, I don't remember his first name, but that guy Jacobs. Is it, is it Jacobs, the, oh, the, the running back? back? I thought I was about to say the wide receiver. The too. one that hurt that um that safety yeah. uh, for Oklahoma, from Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. I think that three-headed monster is going to give Clemson all types of problems come Monday night. I'm thinking Bama's going to win 31 to 17. 31-17. 31 to 17. Wow. I think Trevor Lawrence has a terrible game, and I think uh, Tua has a big-time game. Also, um, so yeah, give me, give me, give me Bama. You going Bama? Give me Bama. What you got, Rob? Um, I'm gonna go Bama, okay. but I'm gonna go a little bit closer. Was 31-17? Yeah, I'm, I'm going 31-17. I'm going to go um, 28-20. Okay. Bama. 28-20, Bama? Yeah. Same reasons as D. Has defense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Nick Saban. Yeah, Nick Saban, um, true freshman quarterback. Then right. you got a uh, three-headed monster. Then you got one of your main uh, run stoppers out Yeah. on the D-line. No question. So. Um, and who's been here before? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Alabama's been here before. Yeah, but so this is nothing new the, to any of these guys. Yeah, the only reason I'm gonna go closer than 14 is because these teams have seen each other. So um, Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney, they kind of know. They do. They do. They do. They they've met. They've met four yeah. years in a row. They yeah. they do. It's gonna be they a do. chess match back and forth. They do. Do you think this? Do you think this matchup is hurting college football? It's starting to because I'm tired of seeing it. You know what I'm saying? This is three out of the last four oh, years yeah. in the national championship game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard a lot of people complaining about that. Ticket sales are actually down, down yeah. out there in California. You know what I mean? You think that they're dominating the recruiting class? They're not just recruiting. No, but they're no. Not, no. They're, not, they're not, dominating. not dominating the recruiting class. Alabama may be. Clemson's maybe a top five, top ten. But yeah. but it's just these. It's just Clemson dominating the ACC. Okay, right. And having yeah. a having a you know an, an open gateway to the national championship game. Gotcha. What you think, Travis? I mean, it's going to be Alabama. I mean, they've already beaten this team. And when I say this team, I mean this team. Um, other than switching quarterbacks, it's essentially the same team. They beat the Kelly Bryant-led Clemson Tigers. Spanked them. So, I mean, it's 20, was 24-6, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you're basically playing the same team except you're switching out quarterbacks with a freshman. Yeah, he's going to So, I mean, so what – what result? I've seen this already. He gonna have to get the ball. You know what I'm saying? And then your top defensive stud on your team's out. That's right. So what you plan on doing, to Alabama? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's gonna get ugly. So I mean, it, it's a wash, man. Bubba Sparks, Alabama. ugly. Alabama for sure. <laughs> <I'm telling you. laughs> 
Hey, bro, you're ugly, man. For our younger audience, you're going to have to YouTube that. It was one hit. It was. My man Timbo produced it. It was a hit, though. <laughs> that thing was knocking. One hit. It was Bubba. It was, it was, I like Bubba. Hit. One hit. It was a hit. It was one hit. It but, was, yeah, I'm with I'm with all y'all on that, man. Okay. Alabama. And I'm, I'm sick of saying Roll Tide. I'm tired of Alabama fans. I'm tired of the fans, too. Man, they, they, I was, I, I they're, they're humble. They're humble now. Alabama fans are humble. They don't. They don't. They, they not put they, it in your face. They not real fans. All of them. Ain't. It's just so many of them. That's like, why they not real fans. Yeah, it's, it's just, too many of them. It's way too many. But well, we are we are pretty close to no, Alabama. No, 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 no. You got a lot of people that just jumped on Alabama the past four or five I mean, years. It ain't like we're close. We're not. We're, we're closer to Alabama than we are Texas. It's just like Pat's fans and all that other stuff. It's <laughs> they're humble too, though. Pat fans no, are humble. It's just what? what it is is they they they're just so used to winning and confident they don't have to talk no trash. Yeah, because they weren't any Pat fans like they were now to Tom Brady start winning at all. When we were kids, when we were kids, did you know a Patriots fan? No, but see, fanhood, fanhood ain't like it used to be. Everybody had their team and they stuck with it. But now people want to be a fan of a winner so much they just go to whatever team winning and they claim that like they've been there. So it ain't Look, We live in the now Like man. you can't even really Too many people You can't really go to And reminisce About being a fan of a team Cause they don't mm-hmm. They ain't go through The hard times of losing They mm-hmm. always been with a team That's been winning Yeah so, and I hate that About people yeah. Oh yeah Just Warrior fans Cleveland Cavalier fans Everybody Every, Yeah and I mean Miami I never Heat. I never knew Not Cleveland Lakers Cavaliers fans. To have a fan base No sir no. Okay Mike Tomlin This guy does he deserve to be fired? Travis, can he keep his job? He, he kept uh, it already. I feel like he's not going to get fired. Well, so should he, will, he keep it? He will get fired at some point, yes, but he won't get fired. He will go into next season as head coach. Um, I feel like Mike Tomlin, try, it's almost like the dad who wants to be your friend. You know what I'm saying? He gets up <laughs> here and he's like a buffer at the media press conferences, he says that Antonio Brown, you know, he was dealing with an injury and all this. Then everything comes out. So mm-hmm. now you're a liar. Yeah. So now every time you get up there and everybody's like, Mike Thomas is trustworthy. You know, what the hell? Mm-hmm. He gets up there and tells a ball face lie Man, because he doesn't want A.B. to look bad. He doesn't want Big Ben to look bad. He doesn't want to add the dirty laundry. He could have did like the offensive coordinator when they asked him about Antonio Brown. He said, I'm not answering any questions about Antonio Brown. Yeah, he could have. That's all he said. So Mike Tomlin could have got there and said the same thing, but Mike Tomlin tries to put the put the little nice coat of paint over everything, you know what I mean, to cover it up. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to, to my Pittsburgh Steeler aficionado last night. Oh, what he saying? And he was telling me. He said, "Man, he said you do you remember during the season because you know Big Ben didn't like Haley, Ty Haley, Ty Haley left. Yep, went, went to Cleveland. So he said Big Big Ben had a problem with Ty Haley. He didn't like Ty Haley." Went to the coach said, I'm not talking to Ty Haley. Ty Haley doesn't like Big Ben. Mm-hmm. He don't want to talk to Big Ben. So they had an assistant relay messages between the two. I remember that. So you got Big Ben standing where D's at. Mm-hmm. I'm Ty Haley. P, you're the assistant. Mm-hmm. Tell Ben to run this play right here. <laughs> Dysfunction. <laughs> you're the head coach. You should be able to pull two grown-ass men in a room and say, yeah. look, what's the problem? Yeah. Hash it out. You're my quarterback. You're my offensive coordinator. We, 
you got to get it. Got to get something going. That's a shade with two grown ass men. But but and again, he could have went to the Roonies and said, "I need Le'Veon Bell." Yes. They went on that Connor thing. Oh, they like Connor so much. Even and Big he Ben, got, he was balling though. He was balling listen, for a while. There, listen, though. he did. But do you think Le'Veon wouldn't have put up those numbers and more? Yeah, so I agree. Like, I agree. No, so, I agree. So the bottom line is. I don't like Ben either. I feel Ben bears some responsibility too because Ben throws people under the bus. Right. We he's done that this year already. Right. So it's no different than Antonio Brown. Right. If you got a finger pointer and you got somebody trying to play peacemaker but they don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, mm-hmm. you can always have dysfunction. Mm-hmm. If your kids sitting in the house and they arguing with each other and you don't want to look like the bad guy to either one of them, and you just hey, just put a band aid on this drip. Put a Band-Aid on it. Eventually, it's gonna, pipe's going to bust. Well, I'm, I'm glad you know you brought up Antonio Brown. Because um, we, we all pretty much can agree that Mike Tom is not getting fired. Yeah, I mean, they've only had, they've had 16 head coaches since, I think, 1933. So, they, they, it, with, 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 with that few coaches, he's, gonna have his job he's, he's straight for a while. But should they trade Antonio Brown after what just happened this past week? Yeah, I would. You would, Ralph? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll go ahead and get him out of there. Because he's what? Why? Because he's one of the cancers. I mean, you can't have a, a, a player of Antonio Brown's stature leaving the game at halftime, uh, telling coaches what to do. I mean, that's a dysfunction in your organization when you got a player telling your coaching staff what he is and what he ain't going to do. Right. That's damn near holding the organization hostage because you got a coach that feed into that because of the caliber player that Antonio Brown is feeding into it season in and season out. And it's just a dysfunction for your organization. Not that I'm saying he can't play, but if if it's gonna be some teams out there that's willing to give you a whole bunch of shit back for Antonio Brown, so you you take that and go into the you didn't make the playoffs and with him, so shit, why not trade him and you know take the assets and, and move forward in the future with him? You know, I will I will say this, and, and I'm glad you brought that up in the way you said that about Antonio Brown. The cancer part. I mean, I don't. Is, I, I'm, is, I'm not knocking his character. I'm listen, just. I'm only judged by what we see on. But, you know. but that's what I'm saying. But that's and that's a problem in media now, because so many times it's the young black diva wide receiver who's the troublemaker. Right. Not never the, the white, quarterback. Selfish. Right. Finger pointing now, quarterback. Now Big Ben got some party now, in it too. Now Big Big, yeah. well, you gotta understand. He got party in it too. Big Ben has history. Mm-hmm. Off the field history, yep, and on the field history. Okay, it ain't like Big Ben is the greatest quarterback of all time. Big Ben will throw a game away in a heartbeat. Heartbeat, and Big Ben points the finger at other people when things don't go his way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as a player, if you're seeing this as a wide receiver, when you're young, you ain't got that contract. You shut your mouth. You do what you you take you take the the crap for as you know as long as you can. Till you sign the big deal, a la Juju Smith. Yeah, once you—that's why Juju's performing what he is. He's he's shutting up. He's falling in line. He's listening. to This guy, right? Ryan Clark said something the other day when he was on ESPN. He said what he was telling his strength or whatever coach or whatever assistant, whatever he's saying that when they give him money, you're gonna create a monster mm-hmm. because they could see in him then that he wasn't up for a lot of the games, a lot of the sacrifice for the team thing. You know, as a wide receiver, when you're trying to get to that big deal, what you got to do? You got to get your numbers up. That's it. If you sacrifice for the team, you out here doing, getting the dirty blocks and doing all this stuff and you're killing your body, you ain't your numbers aren't high, and then it comes time for that next contract, where's the loyalty going to go? Right. 
The team has loyalty for the ownership and the team have loyalty for themselves. There's no loyalty to players. So you want a player, a la a slave, to love their master more than they love themselves. Yep. And then when you when you're all beaten up and used up, they kick you to the curb. Mm-hmm. So can I fault Antonio Brown for wanting to get his numbers up? And get that fat contract, which he did get. He got it already. Yeah. More, more congratulations to that brother for getting that money. But now that he's gotten the money, he still the man still had 1,200 uh, yards this year. 100 receptions. Mm-hmm. Led the league in touchdown receptions. 15 touchdown receptions. But the bottom line is, if you're the quarterback, if you're such a great leader, Big Ben, and Mike Tom is such a great coach, mm-hmm. why is this an issue? You can't pull him to the side, man. The man say, hey, bro, look, I, I apologize for earlier today, man, whatever. This ain't just started. This has been going on. Right. And and Antonio Brown, the <clears throat> word coming out of Antonio Brown's camp is that his issue is that Tomlin and Big Ben have too close a relationship. Yeah. So Big Ben was there bef- before Tomlin became head coach. No doubt. Tomlin knows where his bread is butter. Mm-hmm. He knows who he has to get along with. Big Ben's actions towards Todd Haley tells you everything to know about his interaction with the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the Roonies, he know that he got to keep Big Ben happy because the Roonies aren't going to get rid of Big Ben. Who are they going to get rid of? It will be Tomlin or Antonio Tom Brown. Tomlin or Antonio Brown. Right. So, again, the brothers are the problem. So, it's Antonio right. Brown's the problem. Right. No, Antonio Brown is just fed up with the BS that's been going on. Right. And finally, he exploded because instead of Tomlin addressing it, he, oh, y'all con, it'll be all right. Man, just don't worry about it. Just let it go sometime. You ever hear, you ever be on a job or somewhere and people just say, man, just turn up cheek, man. Don't let that stress you out. Right. And then finally, you get to the point where it stress you out so bad that you just explode. That's what happened to Antonio Brown. So what's the deal? Right. You know what I, I mean? I agree. You, I'm, you, not, I'm not mad at him. You're, you're, you're along the lines with me on, on, I think it's time they should deal Big Ben. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think they should take big uh, deal Big Ben at $6 million. For his dead cap space hit. Yeah, well, they were talking about he. They were going to restructure his deal. Right. Well, they just and, came out and ain't that funny? They're going to restructure his deal to, to, to save money. Who is this big de- for the Antonio Brown? Save Antonio Brown go. Because they're getting. I think they're getting back uh, fourteen Four, or right. over fourteen million dollars for Le'Veon Bell. Right. So the twenty million dollar cap hit for Antonio Brown is not going to be as much. Right. Now we're structuring Big Ben. Now it's not that bad. But it's kind of funny, Big Ben. All, all, all of a sudden, you're going to restructure your deal. Right. To move Antonio Brown. Come on, man. If they were smart, they would get rid of Big Ben, though. 36 years old, going to be 37 at the start of next season. Wow, yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, if 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 you're looking at it like a business, what would you get back more in return for? I hear you. I hear you, Ralph. You would get more in return for Antonio Brown. Right. But the problem is if you trade Antonio Brown and in the next year or two you lose Big Ben, now what the hell you got? You've lost Le'Veon, you've lost Big Ben, and you lost Antonio Brown. Yeah, and that's and, why I say Mike Tomlin. If my opinion, he should just resign. Get the hell out of there. This this thing this thing is about to absolutely sink. For real, for real. And, <laughs> and, you're, and you're devaluing it, your chip by saying making him look like the bad guy. The uh, deal. Yes. He doesn't want to do this. So you're devaluing what you're finna trade. And right. now that they know that that you're about to trade him. It, it's, it's gonna be a bidding war for Antonio Brown. Who, who's, who's your, who, who you think? Who you Man, think? Who you think? That's a lot of that has up. a top ten quarterback that needs a receiver right now. Mm-hmm. If you gave, if I gave up, if the Cowboys gave up a first round pick for 
Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a all he led again this year, led the league in touchdowns, right? 1,200 yards, over 100 receptions. So you two, give up two number ones, you, at, at, a number one and a three, a number one and a two, that something work. like that. Nah, Hold that on, let me. That ain't gonna work. He but said, because the reason why I say that is any because any team with a top any, ten quarterback. Yes, because you still you go you need a you need a quarterback that's gonna be able to get him the rock. I agree. I agree. You with don't that. I agree with that. Somewhere like let's just say, for instance, you you see Deshaun Jackson wants to leave Tampa. You send him to Tampa down there with uh, Mike Evans, but you got James as the quarterback. That could work, but that's not that going to do what Antonio wants. That ain't going to work. Gonna, they're, it's not going to be, you know, James has 4,000 yards passing. I mean, he throws the rock, but they're not going to win. Yeah, they already have, have an alpha. New, yeah, they already have, have an alpha at, at wide yeah. receiver. And they don't even have a coach yet. Right. Bro, so they that's say not going to work. They say Bruce Arians is the he's, lead he's, candidate. He's interviewing. Right. But, and they, and, 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 um, but him and James, Bruce Arians and James have history. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But I'm just saying, if, if I'm somebody, I have to be a contender. What about San Fran? Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, with Jimmy G, they got yeah, George. You don't they know got how George Jimmy G's Kittle. gonna come back. I was just about you to don't say know that. how Jimmy G's gonna come it's back. A, it's an MCL, ACL. These things are no issue anymore, Listen, man. It's I, not I, like I, I, I'm not gonna say that. It's not it's like back not in the day. Going to, yeah, it took two years. It yeah, it ain't like back in the day. But I, I will just say this: it's a, it's a major knee injury. He's a quarterback. There's significant right. opportunity for him to re-injure that injury. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's kind of why I'm almost like Green Bay, him and Aaron Rodgers. No, why they, have, they no. have Devontae Adams. They're not going to do that. And the why money not? they've already given to Aaron Rodgers, I don't see that. I don't think Aaron, I don't think Green Bay has the tax space. So Man. why you won't put him in Indy with Andrew Luck? And they already got Ty Hilton. Yeah, but and then, and then they're going to focus. They're, they're going to focus see, on Le'Veon. Bell. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that they would bring him in there. The only reason why I say that is because again, you got a young quarterback who's he, who's. He's research. He's recertified I mean, the as the leader. They throw the ball a lot, but again, running backs. That running headache, backs the bigger need. In yeah, that is, running they're, back. They're, they're putting they're, that they're headache need back. out there. You don't want him around any young quarterback right now. That's kind of where they're going. But again, I saw where what was it? A, a picture of Jarvis Landry, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown at the Pro Bowl. You say yeah. you say you don't want him around any young quarterback uh, other than Baker Mayfield. I feel like Baker's got that vibe that he's like he ain't going, they on the okay, well, well, I mean, he's just, not going to Cleveland. Just on Pittsburgh. Hold on, based off what you just said, that. not wanting him around any young quarterback, and then you saying getting rid of Big Ben. If they do get rid of Big Ben, what other quarterback they gonna bring that's not gonna be young? I would say this much: if with that money they I can save, with with that seventeen million that they can possibly save by letting go of Big Ben or trading Big Ben, I would take a Tyrod Taylor. You give me Terod Taylor with with Juju Smith Schuster with James Conner and Antonio Brown, we 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 got a little something. And you got to remember, Pittsburgh ain't going nowhere, no damn way. If they have a bad season next year with Terod Taylor, go pick up um a two or or Jake Fromm or one of these type of quarterbacks to you rebuild with. Wheels because because that, those will be last young quarterbacks. Yeah, they already have they and they also they already have Mason Rudolph, who they just drafted out of Oklahoma State too, who still can groom for a couple more years. So I mean, Pittsburgh has options at the quarterback. Yeah, position. they do. I was just going off what he said. He said, yeah, I was, a young quarterback." Yeah, Those I would be. Baker's the only one I could see as a young quarterback that would vibe with them because Baker has that edge, man. Somebody who's like an Andrew Luck, a squeaky clean kind of. Nah, man, you got to sit him with somebody that's got that vibe, man. He hanging with the brothers, man. He doing his thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put him anywhere else. Like I couldn't see him going to. 
who who has some young quarterbacks right now? This young white guys, Carson, like Philly. He couldn't go yeah, to Philly. No, he couldn't go to freaking L.A. I don't see him no. in L.A. With, no, they with have him. enough. No, you know I don't see none of that. Do you I see mean, him with the Jets? No, nah, because that would be like going to the wasteland. They ain't going nowhere. Like you don't want to wait. Pittsburgh you don't squander your last three years. Pittsburgh's not trading him like to the AFC. He, he's going take, to the NFC. I don't even be honest with you. I don't even see him being moved. I see them calming things down because look how the look how the Le'Veon Bell thing backfired on them this year. Well, somebody got to go. If you keep Big Ben and you give Big Ben some more money and you take away Antonio Brown, now oh, dang, Big you took away 30, two of the killer what? bees. Yeah, somebody. So Big Ben's thirty six. He's about to be thirty seven here soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna move on to the next topic. Head coach fire. Which was the biggest surprise for you, Ooh. Ralph? The biggest surprise to me was Steve Wilkes, <coughs> Arizona. Yeah, he did even get his yeah. office. Did he even yeah, get his office set up? He didn't even unpack. You called it. Yes, I did. Yeah, you called it. I did. But that's did. Cra- that's crazy how they fired a man after one after one year um, with a rookie quarterback. You had uh, over the hill Larry Fitzgerald. After Larry Fitzgerald, your go to wide receiver was a rookie second round draft pick. Was the dude Christian Kirk. Um, yeah, from A and M. You had David Johnson came back this season, but he was a shell of himself. You really ain't get a dude time to put his his his, his uh, stamp. Yeah, his people in place. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize he had that many people on our on uh, from defense. And he's a defensive guy, and he had I think he had like six or seven guys on the defense go to right. our. Right, right. I, I, for, I'm I'm with you, Ralph. Um, you know, he was the most disappointing firing. Um, like you just said, everything you just said was spot on. And I understand why they did it. You know, this is the era of the trendy, we want the quarterback guru type right. of head coach to come in, the young offensive-minded coach. Right. I, I I get why they did it, but I agree with everything you said. I I wasn't surprised at any of the firings. Like, I, everybody that was fired, to me, was justified. Pretty much. I mean, Vance Joseph being fired in Denver. I think we said that earlier too. Yeah, he was he he was he he wasn't ready for the job. You know what I mean? He 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 was the defensive backs coach in Cincinnati, came to Miami for one year and was a defensive coordinator and then got the head coaching job in Denver. He 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 stepped up the ladder too quickly yeah. in my personal opinion. So I wasn't surprised at that. Marvin Lewis had to go, no question there. Um Cutter from from Tampa Bay had to go. Wasn't getting anything from Jameis Winston. So yeah, McCarthy. I mean, these. I wasn't surprised at all of it. Todd Bowles. He had four or five years. Yeah. I think everybody had I to go. Steve Adam Gase had to go. He damn sure had to go. Yeah. That 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 wide receiver screen calling sob. I mean, damn. So you calling it before it bro, happened, bro? It's third and ten. Adam Gase, third and ten. Can we can we throw the ball? Why are you backing Ryan Tannehill and afraid to throw the ball on third and ten? Can anybody explain that to me? I can't figure it out. And then when we got players that go down injured, he don't adjust for the players that are on the field. He's still calling the same plays. We may not have the same the same guys with the same skill set. You know what I mean? Bill Belichick does that well. All the great coaches. Adjust. Make adjustments. Make adjustments. Bill Belichick. I remember when Bill Belichick had Tom Brady out on that four-game suspension. Mm-hmm. He had Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G goes down. I think he tore up his collarbone. He brought in, was it Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. Ran a completely different offense. 
offense looked completely different, and they ended up winning a damn game. They went three and one in in with, with Tom Brady missed those four games. All right. So I'm I, like I said, I want, I'm not nothing shocked me at all. I mean, they they all had to go. What you think, Travis? I will. I mean, usually they give you three years to get it, you know, together. With a rookie quarterback, I mean, they should have gave the man more time. I think they pulled a gun because they saw the people who were getting fired. They saw the Mike McCarthy and figured that they can get him in there, you know. Hey, man, we'll give you full control. You know, they they saw the, the those the, that coach and maybe some of the other coaches who were out there at the time, and then they made a decision to get rid of him. Right. They didn't want to stick stick in there with him and give him time to develop as a coach. Three but, um, but you know, and but you know how 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 many other coaches have barely you know won anything in their first season with a team that wasn't picked to win anything. You get what I'm saying? You got a rookie quarterback. You know what time it's going to be. So I feel like you know they just pulled pulled the trigger and got rid of him because of they saw who was out there. They thought mm-hmm. they might be able to go get a McCarthy. You know what I mean? Because most of these guys who are interviewing for these jobs are retreads. And God bless my boy Chris Rashard. I mean, I hope he does get a job. You know, I, I love to see black men, you know, uh, advance in the NFL that, that does not really allow advancement. But um, I think he's the token, uh, what we talked about, Rooney Rule, he's the token interviewee. He's the only real black coach that you see out here that's getting multiple interviews with the Bucks, Dolphins. And the Jets, they got him yeah, bringing them in. Yeah, I like being so. Me. But you know, look at all the other coaches that are getting interviewed. They just got fired. Adam Gase has got interviews. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying Mike McCarthy will have interviews. Marvin Lewis will not have an interview. You feel what I'm saying if he if he does anything, he'll just chill for a minute. He might become a defensive coordinator or something like that. Uh, but like Hugh Jackson, offensive coordinator. I mean, but you know. That's it. Well, I mean, from, what, from what I heard, Hugh and Vance seem to be the leading candidates in Cincinnati. I don't know, man. Well, and but, but, but that that made me think. What, what's the, what's the owner in Cincinnati's name? Something I don't I don't remember his name. But I, I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I think this man has one of those get out camps. Why why he keep rotating these black coaches like this? I mean, he seems to me like I'm just saying. It just sums up with this cat. He loves these black head coaches. I'm not hating on the black head coach getting a job. But damn, when you just had one for 16 years, you would think you might want to go a different direction. Especially with Andy Dalton. He's got to get developed. I mean, he's had enough time. Somebody, they got to get somebody that can light a fire under Andy Dalton. I will say Cincinnati. this. What is it? Seven? Is it seven jobs that are up for grabs? At least, yeah. Seven, at least seven. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to make a bet that zero African Americans land a job. I think one as will. Head, I think head, one head will. Coach. As a head coach. I think one will. I, I'm predicting one will. I think the enemy has a, has a real chance. Real chance coming under from under Andy Reid. I think a well, lot of people should, are going to take that into he, consideration. He interviewed, he's supposed to be interviewing for the Bengals job. He hadn't already interviewed too. That wasn't shocking. So, a, a, brother um, a, a brother is getting hired in Cincinnati. Mark that down. Write that down. The same way the Celtics love white people, the, so the, 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 the owner of Cincinnati man. loves the brothers as the we'll head coach. See. Write that down. We'll That's going to happen. Say I'm telling you. Say I'm telling you. I'm going to take them up there and change their brain and turn them into a... Oh, never mind. This is a family. I'm going to When we get off, remind me to say something. Go ahead. I'm, All right. I'm remind you. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to go into the next topic, the AFC playoff preview. Indiana 
Houston just lost. They gone. Holla at you. Twenty one seven. Twenty. Yep. 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 My 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 scariest team's gone. I'm I'm. Oh yeah, Houston. I had Houston. So I'm still alive with my. Houston, scariest that was a great pick, Ralph. Yeah, I'm still alive. I'm a Ralph. Still alive. Ralph, man, P, that was strong. Don't be scared. Okay. So uh, let's see. What, we got? what what did what did you think about um, what did twenty one seven? Did you expect it to be that lopsided or? I expected Houston to win. I thought it was going to be something like that. You expected twenty one seven? No, I expected both teams to score double digit points, but a fourteen point you know difference is some kind of because it's the it's now as a playoff game, both teams in the mm-hmm. same division, mm-hmm. right? So they this is what they third time playing, so right. you know fourteen points, no more than that would have been you know. Nah, I ain't expect twenty one seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. Indy looks good though, man. Andrew Luck's looking real strong. He looks like he's back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he looks back. That boy, that boy Frank, was it right? Reach, right. was it right? Yeah. Got them boys playing well. The yeah. offensive line looks good too. They Finally, they first two drives was. Finally, they yeah. got a line for this man, yeah, man. Chuck Pagano, one. man. He he was all about that defense. I mean, and well, they're getting right too. Yeah. But finally, they got a coach in there that can get Andrew Luck to stand up and throw to T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. T. Y. a beast too. So, so, Luck hasn't lived up to. His, his draft status. Yes, he, far, yes, yeah. he has. You think, nah, man? Okay. Yes, he ha- he's so, been to an AFC Championship so, game, so, Pete. No, so is Andrew Luck the best quarterback in the league? Well, n- not right now, okay. no. But he's a top five quarterback in the league, no but question. When Andrew Luck was drafted, they were his. The hype around him was like he was the best thing since sliced bread. Yes, he was supposed to be the next Peyton Manning. Right. So, but, but you got to remember, he, he was lived. out for what a year or two with the show. At least a year. Okay. Yeah. So I'm saying, him not living up to that. Is it more so the team structure, and now he's, you're finally going to be able to exactly. see that? Exactly. It was the team structure. Okay. They had the wrong coach. Chuck Pagano was a defensive-minded coach, right. and when you have a player like Andrew Luck, you need an offensive-minded coach. Okay. He's the best player on that team. And then he didn't have an offensive line either until now. Right. He's just getting an offensive And that, that goes back to the movement of these, of these offensive-minded coaches that can get the best from their quarterbacks. Okay. What about you, Travis? Uh, were you surprised at the score? No. No? Thought Indiana was, uh, Indianapolis was going to spank them like that? <laughs> they were hot. No. I'm going with the hot team. <laughs> Next question. So, so, he ready for them Cowboys. This yeah. joker is ready yeah. for them Cowboys. Yeah, you are officially yeah. on the 15 minute one o'clock, P. Okay, all right. Well, hey, okay, I'll say. Uh, no, we ain't got to rush. He can, he can just walk his ass up out here and go watch his Cowboys. Okay, what about yeah. the, the Chargers versus the Ravens? What do you have, what do you have for that game? Baltimore. Baltimore. Baltimore has better defense <laughs> and surprisingly a top ten ranked offense. So Baltimore for sure. What you got, Rob? Um, ooh, that's a tough one. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Baltimore on a close one. Baltimore on a close yeah, one. Yeah, they got to travel cross country and, and like you said, top top ranked defense, surprisingly top ten offense. Still ain't found no quite no answer for Lamar Jackson. I mean, they've been right. watching film for how long? You been games? Been playing seven games, eight still games. Doing still doing yeah, it. Yeah, still can't find a way to, to neutralize him. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Baltimore. Okay. Um, I think the Chargers can win the game. Don't get me wrong, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Baltimore. Yeah, a close one. It's definitely gonna be close. I think this game's gonna come down to Justin Tucker from a fifty. I'm gonna go fifty-five. So what you gonna say? Twenty seventeen. That's about right, right there, Ralph. Yeah, That's about right, right there, about right there. Fifty yarder from Tucker, yeah. late, boom. Okay. All right, uh, 
Travis. Yeah. Oh, he Cowboys. He's going to be ready to talk about this. He's going to want to talk about this now. He <laughs> alive at, now. Look at how he's scrolling through his phone. He's look at him. <laughs> he alive now. I'm trying to make sure I'm, we good. Keep going. Okay. Cowboys versus Seahawks. Uh-huh. What you got? I got Dallas by a field goal just because first game no we play Seattle. No, What's because no, no, because in all honesty, excuse me, in all honesty, Seattle plays Dallas tough. I mean, Dak hasn't even beaten Seattle once since he's played them. Um the last game that we played Seattle was the um what's my guy's name? I just had on Tim Matum. Earl Thomas game. That was the game, okay. Earl Thomas. It was all the controversy about to y'all. Sound yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. we sign Earl, and the only thing they wanted at the time was like a third round pick, and Dallas yeah. didn't want to give it up. And the guy picks two passes. They win by I think like maybe mm-hmm. nine or ten points. But bottom line was that was an Earl Thomas game. I think that game, uh, Kason or whatever his name was, he ran for, uh, I think it was a hundred, like a little over a hundred yards on thirty-two carries. So he had like. Three yards a carry, something mm-hmm. like that. Right. Zeke went off. Zeke averaged almost like seven yards a carry that game. So Zeke's gonna get his. Zeke feasts. Certain teams Zeke feasts on. He feasts on Seattle. Oh, so Zeke and feast. But the bottom line, this is getting Zeke, old. Yeah, but Zeke the bottom feast. line, well, it gets old because it because that's the norm. Zeke gets his. But the only but but the oh. bottom line is it's between Dak and it's between um, uh, Russell Wilson. Yep. And honest, that's honestly, the key. This this is this is just something that I saw. That I was like, huh? What? I didn't. I didn't realize it was that close. This year, at passing, Seattle's only averaging 193 yards a game passing, which I thought that that didn't really sound right. And I double checked, and that's right. 193 yards a game passing, which I would think that that would have been our number, but we averaging 221 a game. But when it comes to the rushing attack, oh, they're getting oh, a buck 60 on the ground. Yards. They're getting a buck now. 60 on the ground. We're getting. <laughs> 120, 122 on the ground. But okay. we, but it, most of it's coming from Zeke. Zeke's rushing check. That's right. He is. Right. But when you get to the to the defense, both defenses are good. But Dallas is fifth against the run. So if you're Seattle, you got to think about that last game. Thirty two carries, a hundred yards, three yards a carry. Right. You know they. It was basically clock control. Mm-hmm. You know they were trying to ball control. They're trying to keep the clock out. You know keep the ball out of our hands. Um, keep the explosive plays down. But that game that we played was before Amari Cooper. And so, when you go into a game where Allen Hearns is your number one receiver. No. No. Amari Cooper's your number one receiver now. The first time I heard of Allen Hearns was last week against the Giants. We made a pretty good catch. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I mean, all season. All season. Gave him man $10 million for what? You get what I'm saying? Trizzy. So, the bottom line with that is, with, with the upgrade with Amari Cooper, the fact that Dak played in the game last Sunday – um, against the Giants, where he didn't have Zeke, didn't have his all starting left tackle, didn't have his all pro. He, he threw for over three hundred, threw for four touchdowns. That's why the he Cowboys will lose. He showed because up. Dak has already played his great game. I, I, I he already he had, had it. it. So he I had a great had game and a meaningless game. Dak never plays great back to back. He's already had his great game. His great game was last week in a, in a pointless game. game. Yeah, it was a meaningless so game. So now he's going to come would, out there say, and, he's gonna I, I and he's going to stink again. And he's going to stink and the Cowboys are going to lose. I said about field goal. It, it doesn't matter. The Cowboys are going to lose. And I cannot wait till the Cowboys lose. And I can't wait Hold for the next show down. for you. Slow down. Slow down. You start to sound like Stephen A. Slow it down. Well, I got to bring the D back. I got to speak over all of you guys. I can't wait for the Cowboys to lose. Listen, all the trolls, all the Cowboy trolls, 
have turned into Steve A. Smith. It's like the Matrix. We don't turn to Steve A. Y'all, y'all turn to Steve this A. Is, like, I, 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 this has been before Stephen A. Smith. We've no. been hating you cowboy fans because no. y'all talk the same shit no. for the last 20 years. Me, yes. I've lived in Texas. I used to hate Redskins fans more than I hated Cowboy fans until I moved to Let Texas. Question. And I, I this can't is, stand this y'all. Is, this, is, this is what... This is, this this is ain't got shit to do with Stephen A. Fuck Stephen A. The bottom line with most people... All Cowboys haters and trolls turn into Stephen A. They start talking fast like Stephen A. The word, the verbiage turns into Stephen A. It's all Stephen A. He's like I said, he's like the Matrix. He touches their heart, their soul, and turns them into Stephen A. Clones when they hate the Cowboys. Everything is the same. So hate the fans. Hate the fans. See, that's, that's, say this. that's too much. That's, that's, say this. that's not the and case. And this is real. Fuck. The most, the most, the most problem that people have, and this is why I say, even with the Falcons fans, you ask me, what do I think about the Falcons? They ain't never won nothing. That's that's one thing I can say. Damn one nothing. You're not really on my radar. What I say about Philly fans, we got beef. We beat y'all 2-0 this year. Okay. We're in the division. Dak's 13-5 in the division. He came in the league. The only other quarterback that's won more games since coming in the league is Russell Wilson. He has 35. Dak's got 32. So the guy can win. It's about the playoffs. And now all that, the that all that regular season stuff is See, out the this window. This is why we're he talking about why we hate Godwin. No, no, no. What is that? So, 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 so let me ask a question. I mean, he's damn. Been, he's been in the league three seasons. Okay. The man went 13-3. and three And lost. And lost in the division. Thank you. In a, in a game where he played a great game. He the lost. Defense, no, the defense lost that game. Oh, Anybody who watched that game, did you see Aaron Rodgers? Is he on the team? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did is you, he on the team? Aaron Rodgers. What was Aaron Rodgers? Thir- what was it? Third or fourth and I get it. He threw the he threw the jet. He threw a pass. And what was and what was the defense doing? Absolutely nothing. I get it. So bottom line is the Dallas Cowboys are just like what Smokey said. Damn, y'all ain't never got two things to match. When we got offense, we don't have defense. When we got defense, we don't have offense. You got to have defense, offense, and special teams to win a championship. This year is the first time in a long time where we have a top ten defense. The offense is struggling, but all the weapons are there to make some plays. I got, I got, you just you just brought up the fact of his stats and how Dak wins, but wins what? You just said last podcast that this man can't read defenses yeah, and can't make adjustments and throws That's to one side. So why would That's you great. even bring That's great. him because, up? Because because he's because, a again, cowboy you fan. Heard, you heard exactly what I said in the beginning. That I, my question was, how could Dak perform? Okay, and without. His left tackle, which we didn't have left tackle against Atlanta, Claiborne feasted six sacks in a game. Dak looked like trash. He didn't have Zach Martin. He didn't have Zeke, the wheel. And the man, regardless of what people say, meanest game. When you play the Giants man. in New York, man. you can throw the you can throw the records out. This you can throw lie. everything out. This is because lie. because here's the catch with two. If Dak had went out that game, and let's say Dak had done throw three interceptions, threw under two hundred yards, could I come here and say, "Oh, that was a meaningless game"? Throw those three picks out? Hell no! You would be sitting saying, "Man, that joker looked terrible." You know what you get next week? The man showed me without all, and that was the big key. When it's only on Dak. Can you make it happen? But there's the no pressure. What we're saying is there was no pressure last week. Listen, he can look like that when there's no pressure. All I can say tonight is, there's pressure. Tonight is a game that he has to win. <laughs> he knows he has to win it. Dak has he can lead a game winning drive. He can do what he has to do. He can do it now. 
But his catch for two this. Chris Rashard. This is what I mean with these guys. Chris Rashard is, is the why. only guy that I know that has you, more insight into the Seattle Seahawks defense than anybody. And he knows the offense because he was their defensive coordinator last year. He's our defense coordinator this year. So when people talk about that Colts game, remember that Colts game where they beat us, we didn't score a point? Matt Eberfluss, who is their defensive coordinator, was our linebacker coach. So when you have a, a coach on your team that was on the other team last year, he can give you insight into what's going on. This is the second game. Like I said, we didn't have Mark Cooper. The passing game was terrible for Mark Cooper. Pass game has gotten life since Amari Cooper's gotten back. Does does that still have the same flaws that he had when I talked on the podcast a week, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Yes. Three months that's ago. Just, that's just his thing. Listen, it was a year ago. Same thing. But only thing I'm saying is it's a football game. Somebody has to win the game. You got two teams coming in. <laughs> Damn it. Somebody has to win the game. Come on. That's it. It's an inspirational speech. Oh, that's to, it. He's a turn of the home network. Listen, I, I, that's that's all you can do, man. All thing you can do is hope for them to come in. And you know what I'm saying? I hope they come in there and do what they're supposed to do. In about two hours, I will know if they did what they were supposed to do. And if they do what they're supposed to do, he pumping himself up. That's what this is. He's pumping himself up. This is this is a self motivation. This is self motivation. Positivity in the room right now. No, the hate is real. But you know what? Misery, misery loves company. Because where you sitting at? Where you sitting at? And where you sitting at? He's watching the TV. We want a Super Bowl. He's in the playoffs. Hold on, hold on. What, but I'm saying, oh, I forgot about PP. Well, you're the only person that feels my, feels me right now. No, oh, no, 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 but they in the playoffs. But guess what though? They can't call you no playoff P no more. You in the playoff. It's no playoff D and no playoff Ralph. And it's about to be no, no playoff. It's about to be. Ain't nobody see what I'm talking about. They're about to be stuff. Listen, misery loves company. It's 24-20 Seattle. That's what I'm going. I'm going Seattle too, man. 20, you Seattle? I'm so happy. When y'all pick against me, man, I usually win. Y'all pick with me, damn. I'm going I'm Seattle losing. too. 20, and Dak's going to stink it up tomorrow, you think? 24, 20. To, well, that's tonight. Tonight, yeah. Tonight. But, yes, I think I think Russell Wilson outplays Dak. And I'm, I'm going to make my bold prediction. Tyler Lockett is going to have a big day. Yeah. Going to have a big day. Okay. Well, any, anybody got anything else to say you want to address? Real quick, real quick. I know Travis got to go. Real quick, real quick. When he got on this whole Stephen A. rant, sounding like Stephen A. Like I've said before, the hell with Stephen A. This is this guy on his radio show yesterday was talking about the lack of black head coaches getting a second chance. But earlier in this 2018, he's calling for Marvin Lewis's damn job, knowing how hard it is for black head coaches to get a second chance. You can't have it both ways, Stephen A. You can't have it both ways. I feel that. You can't. So that's my one argument. That's why I say the hell with Stephen A. Smith. He's a coon. Oh wow! Okay, uh, Rob, you good? Yeah. All right. Uh, I think it's 170 something days to uh, <laughs> Zion, to Godzilla, NBA. Williamson yeah. in Atlanta, Ralph. Yep. All right, everybody, we're about to get out of here so we can check out that Cowboys Seahawks game. Yes, sir. We want to thank you guys for tuning in for, to us one more time. We'll see you guys again next week. Peace and breaking news: Markel Foles still stinks. I'll let you. <laughs>